hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I am your host. I'm the purveyor of all things dork within the professional in the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. That's uh, I'm I'm a little flushed. I've had to do this intro two or six times now. Uh, my software is being funky and closing. Uh, every time I try to make an edit to it, so I just have to have been redoing everything. I had this long four or five minute intro talking about what I want to do with my content, why I've enjoyed doing this stuff and whatnot. Um, but here's here's the short version of it. Uh, phase one of Dork Side of the Ring is coming to a, to an end, which means phase two is to start, and phase two is. Uh, there's going to be a video format. I've been doing a lot of these because a lot of my friends that are on this have not, aren't necessarily content creators. Some are. Some some absolutely are. Everybody has a camera, but not everybody is comfortable, you know, being on camera for two hours, you know, and not everybody is a content creator. So not everybody has a setup where it's like, oh, I have the lighting, the microphone, the boom arm, all that stuff. Nice. Cool. That's That's okay, though. Right, but I want to get them comfortable in being on the podcast and, and doing it so that they do want to be on the podcast, they don't feel like they have to have a camera and everything. So, that is all to say. Soon, video podcasts will be coming out, which means uh, they'll be going up on a YouTube, either probably, probably mine, but maybe not mine. Uh, who knows? Uh, but also, I think Spotify now does video podcasts, so that'll be cool, right? Uh, and they'll be on the Patreon, support.grum.tv. Uh, speaking of Spotify, uh, Spotify has a rating system, if you didn't know that. Uh, it's really cool now. So you go to the Spotify, leave a five-star review, help us out there, help us tell the people that it's a good podcast, a five-star podcast. If, you, if you're, to quote Beaumont and Jones, if you leave, give us less than five stars, I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. Um, so I appreciate that, but no, uh, it's also just keep doing what you're doing. Support, support us where you can tell your friends about us. Tell us all the fun stuff. Uh, we've got, speaking of friends, we've got Oren and Shawningham, two friends from twitch.tv, uh, from Twitch to be on and have a nice fun conversation about the Dominic Mysterio custody match, custody of Dominic ladder match from, uh, SummerSlam 2005. Fun little tidbit. Uh, this is the first time Oren and Shawningham have hung out. I thought, because we were all in the same group, that they've at least, like, you know, tangentially hang, hung out and whatnot. No, first time, so that was pretty cool. I think we talked about it on the podcast, too. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got for now. Let's get to the podcast, me, Oren, and Shawningham talking about the Custody of Dominic Mysterio ladder match from SummerSlam 2005. It's a good one. It's a great one. Right here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. All right, we're good. We're good to go. Everybody's Ooh, vi- wait. So you it. think so? Hey, so so Orin, you think you're as sexy as Shawn Michaels and Lex Luger with the with the male pattern baldness? Yes. Like to match <sighs> those two. Yes. I mean, who am I going dis- <laughs> to disagree with? You're, you're, you're a stud. What do you think, Shawn? Think Orin's a stud? Absolutely. Looks Thank like you. A, the narcissist. Or we're talking about like narcissist, like Lex Luger, like, uh, like his 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 like torso, and then like just with like Shawn Michaels' like personality, right? Like his charisma. That's where you're going with this, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I was, I, I I was hoping. Think he had the best body. I, I don't know who had the best body in wrestling. 
I'll be um, honest. They were two. They were two names that I didn't understand. So I good. just yeah. nodded and agreed. <laughs> exactly. This is good. This is good. We're here on the dork side of the ring with uh, my my pals here, and I don't think I've had a further. I, I think it, I, I always like to take note of the alphabetical like uh, names I've got, and I don't think I've had any farther distance between two names alphabetically than our Ooh. guest today. We have my friend from across the pond, Orin. Hello, hello. And we have Shawningham. Hi. Who's not across the pond. No, I am not. I think you're just across a couple of state lines. Probably, yeah. yeah Smack so. dab in the middle now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So only a couple of state lines. Only, only, you know. But aren't you technically t Grum? So technically yours yeah that's why farther than mine well yeah yeah but get like that's why i'm the host so you guys are the guests so like between you two um yeah yeah um yeah i think that's uh i look at it the other day i'm like yeah wow i've done because like tech like technically atomic bear is the atomic bear so i couldn't do atomic bear and and it and honestly the other, you know, other buttons in Atomic Bear, like, at, at one time, other buttons was the other buttons. So, like, they were, like, the same. I think they, they have the, technically the record for, like, closest initials um, as guests, which is very interesting when you really think about it. Um, but <laughs> that's, we're not here, we don't take note of that further than this on the dork side of the ring. We're here to talk specifically about dumb shit and wrestling. But before we get to that. I like to I like to give my 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 guests, my buds, my pals, my friends uh, the the chance to introduce themselves properly to the audience. So we'll start alphabetically. Oren, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself, where they can find you, what what things you do, things you got that are important to you and whatnot. And the floor is yours. Um, my name's Oren. I'm from the UK. You cannot tell by my annoying accent. Um, you can find me pretty much any social media at Oren or on Twitter, Sampron. I do not know why it's named that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. Big um, fan of the prawn. Apparently so. Apparently, apparently when I was 2008, I made myself Sampron. Um, I'm, I love games. That's where I met Grum from. I met him through watching our mutual friends of like Citra and Rob. Mm-hmm. A few other people. And that's pretty much it. I don't I don't really know much about myself. <laughs> I don't <laughs> wake up in the morning to stare Where at the, am I? stare at the yeah, mirror. I, it's like Jesus. memento. I have to write down things on my body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you are Orin. Sam, bu- Buddy's your dog. <laughs> yeah, Buddy's my dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't forget to breathe. <laughs> and then underneath that, breathe in, breathe out. Oxygen. Yeah, you have to do both. Like, it's just like furthering the notes as he learns what that actually means. I've got in I've, fridge. You need to eat. Yes. I've got the um video, like the how to breathe video on YouTube. It's <laughs> totally tattooed on my body. Pink meat equals bad. Green meat equals bad. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you'll figure it out after you eat it all. Um. But yeah, that's. Just, <laughs> I don't know myself, so I don't know how to tell. tell that's fine. That's fine. Look, there's one thing I've learned that. The international 
guests uh, are very far more humble than the American guests I've had. Um, it's just like, yeah, no, I do this, and that's about it. And it's like, anything else? Oh, yeah, I guess I stream, or I create content, or I do this, I do this, <laughs> I, I work in this. It's like, okay, there we go. I had to pull that out of you, all right? <laughs> Where I mean, the American... I can... <laughs> right, what? what the Americans like? The Americans are like, yeah, here's all my shit. Follow me all the... <laughs> this is what I do. My, my bank account number is blah, 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 blah. You can wire it directly into my bank account. Also, I do this. I you can find me on the corner selling whatever. Like it's just like this is great. It's cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you, I can like I'm moving to Canada soon. Hey, so, all right. So hopefully, I'll be. It's another a one. Bit more a. <laughs> no, another a bit one more to a have. In the boot. In yeah. The boot. Yeah. yeah. Where are you you're going? You're you're going to, like uh, Ontario, right? Uh, or... Ontario, Montreal. Nice, nice. So I've nice. got to learn French. Oui. Yeah. That's not me doing a French accent. That's me going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a, British, a British person learning French is kind of like... That's blasphemy. Like, you, you yeah, can't, pretty much you, is. You can never go back home. <laughs> They're going to be like, wait a second. <laughs> I smell the French on you. You know who the French bastards are? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Smell baguette>. <laughs> <laughs> you disowned just because you learned French. There's far worse ways. There's far worse ways, to be, uh, uh, but being disowned because you speak French is that's 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 rough. Uh, <laughs> even yeah. though it's not at all what's actually going to happen, the joke of it happening is is funny. Just just imagining coming back and being like, I'll take wine instead of beer. It's just kind of like <laughs> sacrilege. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't like this warm room temperature beer. Um, can you can you get me some chilled like Chardonnay? And then, well, you the all biggest, <laughs> when I went to Canada, like the biggest thing that fucked me over was like I was like thinking, oh, I need a I need a beer, I need an owl, yeah. a real owl. And I found one, and it was like, oh, this is really nice. It was like seven percent, and I was like, fucking hell. And she's like, that's <laughs> kind of weak, and I'm like, that's weak. Like beer here, most beers have to be like under like six percent. Mm -hmm. under five because if it's over that we have to pay more money for it mm -hmm. you get taxed for having it more expensive because alcohol yep and it's just like i had like one or two of these beers and i was already like on the floor <laughs> <laughs> i i could see <laughs> i could see why they reduced it yeah like it, it's just like you, i mean we I, I drink uh I tend to drink like you know around there four or five percent like just lagers. Um, the I'll go the occasional like something a little heavier, but nothing too. I don't do IPAs and stuff like that. So for me, it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not like I'll drink a couple beers and I'll be good to go. I don't need to get entirely hammered because I'm drinking uh, you know a fourteen percent you know fourteen percent beer like that was handcrafted uh, and made in a laboratory. Um, yeah. And the ingredients were created from a farm uh, that's located in an entirely <laughs> different country. Like the science of it, and just uh, like the culture, it's fine. Look, some of them taste delicious. Some people so take it far too serious. <laughs> so basically, you're not me a citra. <laughs> Correct. Yes. 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 I was going. I didn't. I mean, look, you said it, not me. But yes. Um, but no. Like it's just like sometimes you know. 
It's just you see, there's some people who are just like way the, the way that they're into it is too much. Whereas like you can be into that anything, but it's just like no, you have to try a beer like this. If you're drinking beer from like if you're drinking this kind of beer, you know that's not beer. That's that's just that's disgusting alcoholic think, water. And it's like yeah. I think that's is. the difference. It all is. <laughs> it is yeah. Yeah. I think my, my drinking is uh, you give me a wine cooler and I will sip on it the entire night. <laughs> good. good wine cooler. <laughs> well, let's get a little bit more I'm... about you there, Shawnigham. Uh, a little bit about yourself, where they, people can find you, what you do, what things you work on, causes that mean a lot to you and whatnot. Uh, floor right. is yours. Sure, yeah, as, as the far less humble American guest, please uh, stand aside for my greatness as I tell you about myself. Bloody <laughs> <Not the> Americans. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my name's Sean. I'm, all, I'm on the internet as Seaningham because I just took my first and last name and crammed them together because I'm very creative. Um, yeah, I'm an animator. Um, so I, I do some of that on the computers and I do some of the Twitch and yeah i live in my room forever so so yeah <laughs> sometimes the dream sometimes the nightmare depends on yeah. the room uh, yeah when 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 uh when all of this happened the past couple of years my life didn't change a lot i just couldn't go to the <laughs> movies anymore yeah you're like fuck i can't go to the movies <laughs> but the movies are now here so i don't have to go anywhere anymore yeah <laughs> that's true that's true if anything <laughs> my life has been completely automated <laughs> You just sit here and make, <laughs> animate, uh, you know. Yeah, now stream. everybody delivers. It's great. I don't have to worry. About, I don't have to go out ever. Like, I don't. Human context part. at a zero? Dream. Let's go. The best part was when you did go out, no one was out. That's true. Yeah. People were just yeah. gone. Like no, we, wish, we, wish, we wish people were gone. Yeah. yeah like, please. Yeah, it's just like, hey, can we just not, can we not all be in the same spot that doesn't need to be here? Like, I need to be here right now. You don't. Like. Yeah. I I just need to get uh, the worst thing I've ever heard, the la like the thing I've hated the most over the last two years is I uh, well you know like where'd you go? I had to get out so I had to go outside so I went here why did you why did you go to a concert the fuck like yeah I had to <laughs> like, you don't understand I, I had to I would have died if I hadn't gone to that concert if I didn't go to the Wiggles I would have I would have died if I didn't <laughs> see the Wiggles live I don't know what I would have I done. needed it. Needed to see fruit salad performed live. <laughs> Grump, when did you find out I went to the Wiggles? This is just across. Why are you still? <laughs> Wait, I thought, a lot of a <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a Wiggle. I thought you were a Wiggle. I thought you were the the, the English Wiggle. <laughs> there's three that are Australian, and then there's one that's English. <laughs> the outcast. <He's> the <laughs> he replaced. He, he used to be four Australians, and then. Orin replaced the one and <laughs> secrets he's revealed. Hated. He's been hated ever yeah. since. Yeah. <laughs> the original the original uh Wiggle fans cannot they can't stand for Orin. They hate Orin. Uh even though Orin's significantly better than the guy he replaced. I praise. Yeah, that Dave. Dave's a prick. <sighs> you know, big prick. <laughs> guy writes one decent song and then he thinks he's the he's the star. I can't believe it. Thinks he's the Wiggles. He thinks, yeah, he is the way. And no one's coming to see you, Otis. Um, <laughs> fucking Otis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, all right. So, so you animator doing uh, doing Twitch Twitch TV slash Shawningham. That's uh, 
Shawningham with two ends. Actually, I need to tell people how Arn is spelled now that I think about it, because I it's a like it, the way I'm saying it. The way it's it's at least three three different spellings as people's hearing right now. They're like, wait, why why is mm-hmm. Orin and Shawningham so far apart? If it's Orin with a O or a U, <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. it's A U R O R N. Uh, and then Shottingham is twitch.tv slash S-H-A-U-N-N-I-N-G-H-A-M. That U is very important. Uh, very important. Otherwise, No W's or E-A's. My goodness. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, the that, Irish way. I was going to say, that'd, that'd make you a Celt. Uh, and I would, <laughs> yeah, like, we're friends already, but if you're Celtic, like, we're, me and you, we're going, that's it, we're going to war, Shawningham. We're going, we're finding people. <laughs> We're 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 going, we're invading Orin before Orin leaves the UK. <laughs> avenging avenging the losses of, of oh, generations. There's a lot. There's a lot to go to war in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, there's a few things added up. Yeah, it's about time. This is for my Irish <laughs> brethren. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys. I saw this video. There's a guy. He's on the cliffs in Ireland, and he is screaming across the Atlantic to America: "Give your citizens its health care." Like he's just yelling that across the Atlantic. Like that's what good. What a hero! What a hero! Like that's the kind of guy. You know what? Well, oh, if good. we ever, if we get healthcare here, universal healthcare, I'll know why. We'll know why. It's because that man screamed across the Atlantic, and he heard, and politicians heard the cries of an Irish man being carried over the the North Atlantic winds. Wow. <laughs> Kind of poetic when you put right? it like that. <laughs> just imagine some guy is fishing on the beach and he just hears, Give us health care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. What the hell? <laughs> the wind picks it up and brings it back and he's like, No, damn it. Oh, I thought I read the wind charts right. Um, <laughs> he's sitting there like a, like a, you know, 1400s like sailor. He's like, All right. Okay, wind charts. Okay, I think if we take this route, we'll be all right. <laughs> By screaming here at this time, the message will get heard. Meanwhile, we'll you can just you just you just get on the internet. And <laughs> man's, yeah. man's relying on nature to help him out. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> putting it on the internet is screaming into the same void. So. <laughs> <laughs> at least he went outside. I guess I would say he got some yeah, sun, but sorry, he yeah. didn't get any sun. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got to post the conspiracy on canon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being silenced by the Atlantic windways. <laughs> Those bloody Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> They're blocking. They put up things to block the wind, which is an absolute like thing that people on that side of the aisle have said about wind, putting up wind turbines, that they just steal all the wind and um, don't. Like it just takes the wind away, and we'll never have wind ever again. And it's like that's yeah. not how that dumb. works. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. Um. Apparently, we don't we don't want to put our wind turbines because it makes it look ugly. But it's kind of like <laughs> yes, but I want power. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, very windy. Let's make let's make use of that and make renewable energy with the wind that is here. No, 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 no. It'll make oh, everything look looking. ugly. They're nasty. <laughs> we can't possibly design wind tur- wind turbines that would look appealing. No, 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 no. Can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, we're just we just live in the metaverse, you know. <laughs> give us give us the Dyson Sphere windmills, please. <laughs> <The> Dyson. <laughs> 
Uh, I think this is the longest it's taken to go from the intros to the second part of the intros, <laughs> which is which is me asking about your wrestling experience. <laughs> so we'll start in reverse. We'll go Shottingham, you first. Your uh, your experience with professional wrestling. All right, my experience. Um, I know that the rock is really interested in his cooking um i know that john cena you can't see him mm-hmm. um i know i know that i think it's randy savage wants you to snap into a slim gym um and i think that's about it <laughs> that's what you need to know really. really yeah you got a lot uh, so, um, right. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I got caught up because once you're like, I, you know, like the rock is really concerned about the cooking. And then you were just like, you can't see John Cena. And I was like, oh, how would I would have phrased that? I would, if it, like the whole bit of it, like, I, you know, the rock really, really is interested in his cooking. You lose your sight whenever John Cena's around. Like only when he's around, you go blind. Um, he's just blind. <laughs> you know, uh, the Macho Man is is a is a drug dealer, but he only sells Slim Jims. That's uh, it. <laughs> that's all I know. That's it. That's it. You know, Randy Savage is a is a drug dealer. The Rock is a chef, and um, John Cena is a, nex- a nexus for sight. Like, <laughs> yeah, and the, the Undertaker is a name I know. That's yeah, yeah. Don't know anything. It's just a name. I don't know. Yeah. You'd, yeah. Any. It could look like me, and they like could that's the, be that's anyone. The, could be anyone. I'm I mean, the Undertaker. <laughs> I mean, we do. Shawnee <laughs> sees, and I'm the Undertaker. Nice to meet you, Mister Undertaker. Nice to meet you, Mister Taker. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> so that's good. First name under, last name Taker. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good. No, that's good. The, I, I I do enjoy when at least one of my guests. Um, doesn't know too much about pro wrestling because then I can just be like, yeah, perfect. You're going to see some shit you've never seen before. And I have to explain, give you all the context and it still won't be enough to understand (laughs) what you saw. Uh, Although I will say, I will say that when I was in like elementary school mm -hmm. or middle school, one of the two, um, one of my friend's family was into wrestling. So I played wrestling games. Okay. um, But retained nothing <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like that's been the if i if i i, I want to do is i want to go back and like listen to this part of the, every pod and just take note of the people who have played they're like i have no i don't know anything about pro wrestling but i played the v- fuck out of those video games because they're dumb fun. <laughs> i want to make my monster my monster wrestler <laughs> yeah I, i've made the ninja like uh like oh i've made the ninja turtles i made extreme jesus uh, I made myself. <laughs> That's a real thing, though, isn't it? Extreme Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was an actual wrestler. Yeah, it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> Wait, Tony Hawk. Wait. <laughs> Look, the, skate- I, the skateboard. Yeah. Bone. <laughs> By the way, I saw a tweet that there's somebody like they were talking about how Tony Hawk is like a like one of the is the coolest real life name like that somebody has been ever been given, and then. <laughs> Somebody goes, yeah, but Tony Hawk hated it because people, it, uh, when he was growing up, called him Bony Cock. And I'm like, that is, that is, that is hilarious. But that's also, rough. that's also incredibly rough to be like, yeah, people love my name. Except when I was a kid, people called me Bony Cock. Like, that's what they call me. It's, it's another version of saying skinny penis. It's like, it's me, the boy, Bony Cock. <laughs> It's me, Bony Cock. I'm about to, I'm about to grind the hell out of this, <laughs> this rail. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do a I'm gonna have to chain. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a ollie five five forty kick flip onto a fifty fifty grind, and then we're gonna finish with a Christ air. <laughs> Christ. Don't forget to like and subscribe. It's your boy Bony Cock. <laughs> it's your boy Bony Cock. <laughs> it like that would just smash that like history books hundred percent. Right. I mean, like, look, like my last, like my last name. I've said that it, it's Grum. It rhymes with cum. It's uh. <laughs> Wait, what? Like Grum rhymes with cum. That's crazy. Right. It, I know. Right. It's almost like you only just need the last. <laughs> five three letters of my five letter last name and you can just turn bum crumb cum you know gum um, like, you, like like when it started it's like oh like gum ha 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 and then like as we got older and learned more it, words, got, worse. it, it got worse it got worse <laughs> education yeah, as the mistake. vocabulary expanded <laughs> education is a mistake never <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it only teaches kids words to make fun of people you know with like <laughs> no, no, the education no 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 you don't need to learn kids no. are evil <laughs> yeah, my worst my worst one was somebody called me cutting ham and i was like that's all you had huh that's, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's it cut, cut, oh boy like cutting uh, ham. Heard that, like, that hit deep ouch. wow yeah ouch <laughs> like yeah, like they're going for the the extra long rhyme when there's like ham is right there, so you could just yeah. go with any like just make anything right. off a of ham. But like, no, 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 I have to do the syllable rhyme. The whole I have thing, to, and it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I've one, had a lot of ones. What you had a love? I know I had a lot of names for my last name. Oh, oh boy, yeah, I can. It had Gason. Oh no. Um, I had it pronounced like my dad gets really pissed off if my last name's pronounced in French. <laughs> which, make, which makes you going to fucking learn French in French. <laughs> 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 he's gonna be he's gonna livid. love that. He's gonna be oh, oh like it's gonna be hilarious when he visits you and you're in Quebec. <laughs> he's just like you're like oh you're you're Mister Cro- like, mm, no. No, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> reserve as many tables as you can when you go out to eat call on you yeah the funniest one that ever happened to me is like Grum said I've invited a British person onto the thingy so you're gonna hear the c word is that when I was in college I thought I'd heard all the names come through but then at the end it was like oi Cunson. All right, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm in college now. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it, it's got worse. Which is funny that it took an it like I feel like Britain like that's just that's just like common word for a six year old to use. Like I just feel like you know it's just like also my my uh, understanding of of British youth is really defined by misfits and that's about it. And it's right, by TV, oh. but it's by TV. Yeah. It's by a single television show. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally like these are terrible human beings who are in juvenile delinquent programs and they become super like they become super so this must be what every british person every british honestly, person must be like honestly the guy the, the main guy the irish guy is at the lo- i know load of people like that mm-hmm. like the way he acts the way he, like he's banter that's the thing and is good it, it's like it's insane how much like I've I've actually had people be like people like I'm like yes this is everywhere <laughs> this is just casual shit. You're talking about the one that is in Game of Thrones too that plays uh Ramsey. Oh no 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 no. You're talking oh you're talking okay yeah yeah all right I know the one who's a fucking troll. Yeah yeah the one who the one who cannot die. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um 
Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. So I was, like, sitting there. Like, that's the thing is, I only, like, I've seen Ramsey Bolton's character, like, all, like, just, like, I'm like, whoa, it's a guy from Misfits. And people are like, the fuck is that? I'm like, ah, oh, it's on Hulu. You gotta watch it. It's a great series. I'm like, the band? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, no. It's what happens if you take you give delinqu juvenile delinquents superpowers? What happens? It's like, oh no, that show is probably terrible. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is absolutely not. It only gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. See, speak, speaking of uh, Brits, uh, Oren, what about you? Your your experience with uh, professional wrestling? Um, I've pretty much played nearly all of the games, mm. except for actually no, about twenty fifteen onwards. I didn't play any of the games, um, because I realised it's basically like FIFA and then like NHL and all that type of stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. the same game coming out over right. and over again. Um, I watched most of the Attitude Era and all of the Ruthless Aggression Area. Area? Yes, Era. Um. And I like when it went PG, I kind of fell off. But like, I used to, I still have like VHSs of ECW. I didn't watch too much of TNA. I watched some of AEW. I haven't watched any NXT mm. for some reason. But like, I, I, I grew up on wrestling and I carried on until I was like at least 15. And I used to have like an Undertaker bag where I used to go to school with it. <laughs> <laughs> the big what is it the the uh, big red devil was oh big yeah big yeah big big red evil yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that bag and it was a good bag. <laughs> so, so meanwhile, Charlie's like, wait, I thought his name was Undertaker. Now he's it was just evil. it was I'm just confused. a bunch of words. <laughs> <laughs> right, Undertaker. I knew that one. I knew he said ruthless aggression area. I don't know what an area. I don't know what area that is, but no I don't, but I don't want to go there. Is that like your no 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 zone? <laughs> <laughs> hey girl, you wanna get some of my ruthless aggression? That might that might that might get put on a t-shirt as well. I might just do it might just say ruthless aggression area and then an air and then the arrow pointing down. Um that's it. Um or like or like it's era, but then like A the for the for area at the start of it is like in parentheses. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I've, I've actually think about this. Is what's the ruthless aggression named after? Just after one person, wasn't that it, based it off was, of Benoit? No, 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 no. Uh, so Vince McMahon talked about how he needed somebody with a ruthless aggression, and then that's how it became the ruthless aggression era. Was he had a promo where he had everybody in the company oh. around the ring, and he's talking about how he's like, I need somebody to step up. These people are gone. You know, this is a time I need hungry town. I need I need I need somebody who's got that ruthless aggression to step up. <laughs> and then like the following SmackDown, so, uh Kurt Angle has his uh like 50 his gold medal open cha open challenge where basically anybody could come and you know try to wrestle him and and survive and whatnot. And that's when they debuted John Cena. And he goes, why do you think you could stand a chance against me, Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medal winner? And he's like, ruthless aggression. And then he slaps the shit out of Kurt. John Cena slaps the shit out of Kurt, uh, John, or Kurt Angle. So it's like, okay. and then they just ran from it there. Um, but okay. really, I always, yeah. I always thought, because um, he was a rabid wolverine, wasn't he? He was toothless. They, yeah, he was a rabid wolverine. And then when they were doing the ruthless aggression, he was toothless aggression. Like, that I was a t-shirt. about British people. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, some of you don't have teeth. This is true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Can, can confirm. British, some, some British people do not have teeth and are aggressive. That'd be me in the future. <laughs> not, not, well, no, but if it is, it's because you're now picked up hockey in Canada. So it's a different toothless aggression. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm like not even five foot ten. I would get fucking destroyed if I go into hockey in Canada. Dude, 5'10 is tall in hockey standards, man. Like, that's... I, I thought... I, no, I don't... I mean, like, pro hockey? Sure, maybe not. But, like, in general, there ain't a lot of... You'll probably be doing, like, beer league hockey. You're probably going to be middle of the road. At, like, at worst. Right now, I'm 60 kilos. Like, you're going to have to put that in American. I have no idea I'm, what that is. That was nonsense. The fact is you could... 140 what? pounds. All right, so that's not bad. You put on another twenty pounds, uh, uh twenty pounds between the beer and and just beer, you you'll be right, fine. So <laughs> I I was sixty nine kilos and I am sixty nine inches tall. I just like how you know the imperial <laughs> height, but not the imperial weight. Um, you're just I, like, I, yeah, I no, I got I got your American units right here. <laughs> But you're gonna have to, <laughs> you gotta figure out this metric bullshit because I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I here's something to fuck you up. I'm ten stone. Let's see, but no, I know it. <laughs> I know one stone you... is. I know one stone is fifteen pounds. Don't ask me why I know that. Yeah, I did not. So to me, that could have been anywhere from a hundred to a thousand pounds. I'm I had. Not... <laughs> I had the conversation with uh with Bear one time, and I forget. I think it's in a video that has not yet come out, but we were talking about weight and we were talking about weight and stone and he, i was like yeah you're probably like 40 stone and he goes what i no fuck you i'm not that fat <laughs> and i'm like i meant to say 14 stone as a joke but 40 stone is even funnier like <laughs> yeah, 40, 40 stones american standards yeah, <laughs> that's your stand that's me that's being american yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah but I, like Oh, I'm you like are six foot six. I'm, I'm, I am six seven. Yeah, this, you're fucking Jesus. huge, dude. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, massive, giant, I'm, I'm very tall. Um, all right, but Ruth, it's fine. Okay, so ruthless aggression. And the thing is, like, I knew you were, you're a little younger than me, Orin. So I was like, all right, I know Orin knows some wrestling. How far back? I don't know. Um, I can probably but... go back to like the eighties as well. Yeah, just from and that, yeah. Watching like YouTube. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing is like, how deep do you go as far? Like, it's there's one thing to go back, then how expansive is that depth, you know? But it's all right. We have Shawningham here who doesn't know anything about wrestling, which is good. Hey, uh, so, at least, so at least somebody doesn't know what the fuck we're gonna watch, and we're I will tell you that in a, in a couple moments. But um, I I I have a I have a story to share that, to provide context. This is the first time telling a story rather than asking questions. Ooh. Um. Normally, I ask questions to give context to what we're going to watch. It's kind of hints to be like, oh, this is why he talked about this. But um, today, I have a story. I am a child of divorce. My mom and my dad divorced. It was standard American divorce, which means occasionally I was used as a, uh, a, a messenger back and forth. Um, visited my dad a little bit until he just stopped putting effort into doing that. All that fun stuff. Uh as far as the actual divorce goes, like the process of the divorce, I don't remember much. I don't, I just know that they went to a small courthouse, I believe, to, to, you know, like an office to do the conversations. 
no super lawyers in, involved and whatnot. So very simple back and forth. I, I just know that there was a hassle. There was some hassling and whatnot and like child support and whatnot, but um, nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary. Unlike what we're going to watch today. Um, because what we're going to watch today is an infamous match involving involving the custody of a child. Oren? Sure. Did that, did that ring any bells? I don't know whether or not you're talking about um, Dominic. Uh, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> All right. So, 2005. The year is 2005. We are going to be watching a ladder match between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio for the custody of Dominic Mysterio. Up to this point, the feud has been a long feud. Going back, or not a long feud, but a long story. Uh, Going all the way back before WrestleMania of that year, WrestleMania 21, where Eddie and Rey were tag team champions, but they had this little competitive thing of like, oh, I could beat you, and I could beat you, and Rey proved out he was the guy who, you know, was better individually. He beat, you know, Eddie Guerrero in one of the greatest, like, opening matches of WWE history. Uh, or WrestleMania history, in my mind. True. Um, they would then lose the tag titles. Eddie would blame Ray for losing the tag titles. Eddie would kind of go, hey, um, I got I, I to tell a story. There's a story I got to tell. Now, Eddie Guerrero has a history of... Um, had a history of drug abuse and addiction that almost cost him his career, uh, but he got clean. But in doing so, during that, during being addicted, he made some, you know, mistakes and and whatnot. One of which was having an affair outside of his marriage, which resulted in a child. Okay. Talked about it in a book that he wrote that he had an affair outside of his marriage with his wife Vicky Guerrero, uh, and he had a child. Didn't say who the child was. Didn't say. Didn't talk about you know the 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 woman he had the affair with. Nothing. Just said that he. This is one of the things he did. They decide to use that in storyline to say that he had sexual relations with Rey Mysterio's the mother of Rey Mysterio's children, and that Rey Mysterio's oldest son Dominic is actually Eddie Guerrero's uh, father. Wow. Fucking so this is so this is like the Maury Povich episode of a wrestling match. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It is if Maury was settled things like wrestling does because they decide (laughs) they decide that the only way to the only way for this to and they didn't like have a DNA test or anything to be like nah like that's not right because that just that cuts out the entire point of this match. Yeah. The entire point of the match is hey Eddie's right. But I'm your father. And then Eddie would be like, no, 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 Dominic, I'm your poppy. I'm your poppy. (laughs) He would sell T-shirts that said, I'm your poppy. And they would sell like hotcakes because Eddie Guerrero (laughs) was just so damn entertaining. He is this scummy dude. He is going to Dominic's, like, playground to say hi to his son. But he keeps calling himself his Uncle Eddie. But he goes, one day you're not going to call me Uncle Eddie anymore. And that day is going to be after SummerSlam oh when God. I beat your dad. And, you know, and I ha- and he goes, why do you have to fight my dad? He goes, because your dad has something that belongs to me and he does not want to give it up without a fight. 
and it's basically like one of these creepiest like but like also just because Eddie Guerrero was just very good at wrestling and very good at professional wrestling in all aspects of it it just hit different so what we're mm-hmm. going to watch is from SummerSlam 2005 we're going to watch the custody of Dominic Mysterio ladder match Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio now you know how this ends Orin, so you don't get to you don't get to answer this but Shawningham, who do you think yeah. wins? Do you think um, Rey Mysterio wins custody of his child, or do you think uh, do you think Eddie Guerrero wins custody of his child? Oh, um, that's interesting. I- I'm gonna vote that the Mysterios stay together. All right, okay, all right. Well, we'll find out when we come back here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Quick break here in the uh, in the action. Uh, just to just let you know, on the Patreon today, uh, the 28th, as this goes up on the main feed, the 28th, today on our Patreon, sport.grum.tv, by the way, is the watch-along to a to the Sumo Monster Truck match with um, myself, Slayer 3K, Slay 3K, and Imperial Jedi. Uh, it's on the Patreon there at the Elite tier. But if you don't want to spend ten dollars, you can spend one dollar, five dollars. It's there. There's anything in between. Whatever you want to go give to us, if you wish to give to this podcast and myself financially, you are more than welcome to do that. Go to support.grum.tv, and you can find all the, the benefits of stuff. You get early access to episodes. You get early access to videos. I'm behind on a lot of things. Uh, it's been a wild, wild start to 2022 for me. Uh, a lot, of, a lot more busy than I intended. I hoped it had been, but look, we're all good here, right? We're, we're living, we're breathing, we're breathing and living, and we're with each other, right? So that's good. Uh, if you don't have the funds to do so, that's okay. Continue to support us for free at Dorkside Ring on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also go to Apple Podcasts and you can go to uh, Spotify and leave reviews. They do. They both have a rating system. They both can do up to five stars, but Apple also does uh, review system. With like you know words and stuff, so leave a five star review, leave a review, write it out, tell the people what you like about the podcast, describe the podcast in your own fun little words. You're more than welcome to. I appreciate it. We here at the Dork Side of the Ring, and by we I mean myself and my computer appreciate it. Uh, and let's get back to the show right here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that is that was the match that we're back here on the dork side of the ring uh oh. what a what a what a experience huh shawningham we'll start with you i'm exhausted since you, you this is your first this is like your real first uh foray into professional wrestling really uh yeah thoughts on what you first thoughts first impressions of uh ray mysterio versus eddie guerrero for custody of dominic <laughs> i never thought i would see uh, a child case uh, be resolved in the wrestling ring. Um, <laughs> it really seems like a poor way to handle it. But hey, I'm I'm happy with the results. So okay. Right. Also, I I hurt I hurt physically. <laughs> I too am em- uh, an empath. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm an empath. I understand what he <laughs> might be my favorite favorite. Uh, favorite name going on is like just the over-reliance on like i said something was like um uh man has heart attack on man has a heart attack on a flight 
uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, flight attendant. Do we have a doctor in the house? Me. No, I'm not a doctor, but I am an empath. I feel I feel his pain. Uh, Orin, uh, first impressions of seeing it upon uh, for the first time, probably in good couple couple years. Yeah, it's coming up to nearly uh, twenty years. Um, funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck Judge Judy. <laughs> like, who, who needs Judge Judy? I like the fact that they, I, the WWE still to this day chooses to take real, especially now since the internet, they have to take real life from these wrestlers and put it into a storyline. Mm-hmm. Just floors me. I, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine right. being that kid. <laughs> I think the last storyline I ever believed from WWE mm-hmm. was the Mr. McMahon kid storyline and when he oh. blew up. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to... That, that, I can't wait for McMahon month. I have uh, I have it scheduled. I'm looking at it right now. The month of August, Vince McMahon's birthday is in August. So on the dork side of the ring, every August from here on out is going to be McMahon month. Or so McMahon. you're playing to his ego. <laughs> yes. So I have five weeks this year. Five, five August weeks. It means there's five topics. And I'm like, I'm absolutely doing him blowing up, him dying again. And like probably him versus God, and then him versus Trump, what? and yeah. then um, I'm like, and there's so much. I mean, like, there's so much more that he's involved in that I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, I love how it's like he died twice, fought God, and uh, and fought p- for future president Donald Trump. Wrestling's my favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much that he's done. I'm like, that is is just so it's so wild. Like, I mean, everything WWE does, he's involved with. So technically, every dork side that has a WWE topic is because of Vince McMahon. But we're yeah. doing the ones you know. The plan is to do when he gets to, uh, he gets actually, uh, in the ring and, and gets involved. We we did the one, um, where he was in the hospital. We did one of the fir- one of the ones I wanted to do early though was Austin visiting him in the hospital. Oh, yeah. And so basically, Shawnigham, imagine a man who is upset with his boss, okay? okay. Very easy, right? His yeah. boss does not like him, but he okay. go, but he's a very good worker and he's good to have for the business. Right, makes him a lot of money. Okay, yeah. Um, he, the boss, being an evil boss... Strips some of his job title, in this case, the championship, and then ends up because of the actions of others at a at a hospital. Um, so now the boss, in fear of Stone Cold showing up, uh, keeps it a secret. Tries to keep it a secret, and somehow Stone Cold shows up. He comes in and disguised as a as a hospital as a nurse, and it beats the ever living fuck. <laughs> Out of this old man who has a, who, this elder man, his boss, who has his leg in a cast, his ass out. Um, he hits him with a bedpan, and it makes the most satisfying sound of all time. And it's not like a like edited in sound. It is the raw sound of the bedpan hitting his skull. Oh my god! <laughs> like 
the the best part of all these stories that you're hearing from Grumman, like they're they're amazing stories and the most probably some of the most memorable stories in WWE. They're not even the weirdest. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Off the top uh, of my head, it's May Young giving birth to a hand. Almost did that because when this episode <laughs> comes out uh, on the twenty eighth, it would be the twenty second anniversary of May Young giving birth to a hand. However, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Sentence. However, I didn't have enough time to like go through and get all the footage of all the segments so that it's it's a concise story. Um, so you get the whole, the whole gist of it. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Sean's gonna come off this and go onto YouTube and be like, "Okay, weirdest wrestling events." I don't think so. I think right, you're, you're, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna ruin my friggin' YouTube recommended for the next Sean, like, year. I think Shawnee just gonna wait it out and just be like, just knocking on my door. Grum, let me on. Let me on again. Shawnee is gonna be listening to Dorkside, just going like, "Yo." They had a monster truck match on a roof? What? what? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's very hard to say, like, what are some of the more, like, like, is you going for weird or are you going for fucked up? Mm-hmm. You go for fucked up, you go for New Jack. If, you, if you're yeah. going for weird, it's either Japan or, you know, WWE. I mean, yeah, like, I haven't even Jeez. touched, like, I haven't touched DDC Pro, like. <laughs> uh, really, really quick, really quick. Yeah. So, so that, Dominic's, like, actually, like, in real life, his kid, right? Yes. He is God, actually how, how, how weird. <laughs> yeah, like, he, actual kid. But here's the thing. Made sure that his kid got paid. Uh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, 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 Rey Mysterio has had his kid on multiple times, and he's like, "Nah, like, you got, he's got, a, he's got a booking fee." Now, and I mean, it, that's how to do it, I guess. Yeah. And, it, and like, Rey Mysterio, his uncle was a was a wrestler in Mexico. Rey Mysterio started wrestling when he was like, I think, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. Think, like at, at least training, they made his debut at like fifteen. He's mm-hmm. only like forty. I think he might not even be 46. Let me see. 47. He turned 47 in December, so I'm not too far off. Um, so he's been wrestling for 30 plus years. Yes. Like, he started and wrestling. He's one of the lucky few. Yeah, he made his debut at age 14. How does your body not just, like, <laughs> collapse after so many years? I mean, for a time. It looked like it was. He would wrestle for three months, be hurt for six. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Because he tried keep like he'd come back from an injury. This is uh, someone you know, the Undertaker. Um, his title is the. Um, <laughs> like he'd come back for one match, then be out of commission for six months, then training for the next five months. <laughs> like yep. he was that badly injured, like. Rey Mysterio was probably one of the biggest stars next to up and coming John Cena. Interesting. Way back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, let's see, 2005. So 2005, like John Cena, Batista, like running the top of the top of the heap. Rey Mysterio is by far one of the more popular wrestlers. Um, but because he was, he's five, six, 160 pounds. Um, you know he's not standing very tall compared to these six five, right. six six like muscle muscle heads. giants. 
Um, and it wasn't until Eddie Guerrero passed away where, you know, you riding the momentum of like Eddie and Ray were best friends. Also, yeah. like everything else having to go sideways, like Batista hurt, got hurt. Uh, they didn't trust certain people with the title at the time, so they're like, "All right, we're gonna give it." Ray wins the 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 he becomes the f- uh, first man or second. He becomes the long he he is in the Royal Rumble match, which is a thirty man over the top rope timed battle royal. So basically, every ninety mi- seconds to two minutes, somebody comes in the ring, and the last after all thirty men have entered, uh, whoever's left standing after you know, the last one standing goes on to wrestle WrestleMania and challenges for a world title. They're choosing. Jeez. He was there for over an hour. I think it was like 62 minutes. Um, uh, yeah, 62 minutes, which was a record at the time. I think it's since been broken, but like not by much. Um, mm-hmm. and like they, he got the title and like, they were like, he's like, this is for Eddie. They gave him the the nice like, you know, um, like he, you know he gave him, they gave him a nice title run because like hey he's you know, um, like Eddie's best friend and all this stuff so it was very much like just riding the momentum and that's when he finally got his shot but it took like everything going wrong for it, it took too. it took the the champion to get hurt. It took his best friend, one of his best friends, dying, like to get right to get looked at as a champion. And he's since won, you know, the title a couple more times, and he's got multiple world titles to his name. Um, but I think he's got two more titles. Um, I think he was he two time heavy yeah two time world heavyweight champion and uh, one time WWE champion. So it's like he's got titles to his name. He has. Um, he has accolades. He's going. He's a fucking absolute first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, uh, you know, he's he's still. It's like it, he's five six. There's only so much that they're going to give him. You know, give him. Uh, yeah, Vince, Vince likes big, sweaty, muscly men. Yes, but I he's, think most importantly, though, is he also has custody of a son. I think yeah. that is important. Yes. Um, <laughs> like just absolutely insane that he's just like, yeah, now here's, here's my son who is, uh, who is, as you can see in the second picture I sent significantly taller than me. Um, so tall, the full head. Like, I think he's like six one. Yeah. Um, Hey, it will be green screwing up. Yeah. <laughs> he is greens and hung and got his genetics from his mom. Um, yeah. Like it's just I mean, very, it's very funny because like, Rey Mysterio is shorter than both his son and his daughter. I mean, kayfabe they could probably work in it being Eddie Guerrero's son, maybe, just mm. because of like, Eddie Guerrero was such like his lineage in wrestling goes back to, like to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the moves you see in wrestling today would be because of maybe, uh, Eddie Guerrero's granddad. Yep, because mm. right, it doesn't wrestling come from luchadors. No, no. So wrestling, wrestling comes from all over. Like, um, so the way so lucha libre is, you know, something different. <laughs> That's lucha, yeah. lucha lucha. Uh, <laughs> <The flea. laughs> the uh, 
Lucha Libre and British British wrestling and Japanese strong style and American sports entertainment uh, are all like offshoots of just like you know combat grappling like you know like lucha libre is born it literally translates to freedom fighting um you know the masks hide the identity of the luchadors uh which at a time was necessary but now it's more of like hey like you know this is tradition um you know like british wrestling is very much low on the mat you don't actually throw punches you grapple it's it's more based in grappling than like you know punching uh, Japanese strong style is is very much like brutal. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very much the opposite, where it's like I'm gonna punch the shit out you. I'm gonna elbow the fuck out of you. I'm gonna kick you in the goddamn skull. I'm gonna drop you on your neck. I'm gonna drop you everywhere. God. Um, like and then American style is very American. It is very over the top. It is like it, it, like even before Vince McMahon took wrestling out of like smoke filled arenas. He's, you know, wrestling in America is very much like, you know, it's car it's based in the carnival system, which is like, hey, you know, well, not, not it's like 50 50. So it's based in carnival, but then there was actual professional wrestling, but it didn't sell very well in the early 1900s. The early, early 1900s is very sports competitive. It was very much like, you know, we're going to wrestle professionally and, you know, uh, the winner is the toughest guy. Some and wrestling. Good old wrestling. wrestling. And then it just died the fuck out because no one wants to see dudes grapple each other for 20 minutes trying <laughs> to win, right? Meanwhile, at the very same time, the dichotomy... This is, this is where I get in my bag because I love telling people about the history of pro wrestling from the start, not just like this goofy shit. So the same... T boxing and, and American pro wrestling are very much polar opposites in terms of when one is very popular the other one isn't except for like the late 80s that's about it right so yeah. while boxing is like down wrestling's going up well then wrestling gets people get tired of the wrestling because in, in the early you know 1900s because boxing is now fun to watch because dudes are just beating the fuck out of each other and knocking each <laughs> other out and wrestling's like what the fuck can we do like we got to make these things entertaining so a promoter and a couple couple guys get together and they're like, what if we like structure this match, right? I, you like we'll, we'll split the purse, right? We're you know we'll split the purse, uh, but let's make this an entertaining fight because then more people will come and more people will buy tickets. If we make this right. an entertaining wrestling match, it's back and forth. If we work cooperatively about this, people be more invested in it. It's like oh yeah, cool, 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 yeah, and then it happened. And they're like, ah. And then boxing started being less fun because boxing, you would just have these unentertaining fights because people weren't, you know, they were either too aggressive and the matches weren't satisfyingly enough or more likely than not too defensive. And they didn't want to get caught, so they're not throwing too many fights and, you you know, punches during the fight. Mm -hmm. and you go 12 rounds, 12 to 15 rounds when, and 10 total punches are being thrown. <laughs> so then they're taking from they take from wrestling all right cool 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 all right hey these legit matches but like these under well we get people excited for these matches yeah 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 hey get pu punch him in the fifth round and you just go down 
Okay, yeah, I'll give you an extra, you know, 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So that's like the 40s. So then boxing comes back up, wrestling goes back down. Then wrestling becomes more carnivalized. So, hey, you get people who you start getting actual... So you take the idea of like, hey, we're all going to work together, but also we're going to get the the crowd involved. We're going to make the crowd think that they are a part of the show. And we're going to get somebody to come out of the crowd and wrestle our guy. And then we'll sell tickets to the next time. And people will think that they'll buy tickets thinking that they can they get in the wrestling. And they got a chance, right? Well, the first couple times, you get another wrestler. So rather, you just get another wrestler who's in on it. Or right. in, so, in some territories, in some companies, they had legitimately dudes who, could, who would whoop ass. No problem. And look, hey, they would get a legit person from the crowd. And that legit person would get their fucking ass beat. And then they would go back and tell everybody, nah, that guy's tough. I'm, I'm like, yeah, he whooped my ass, but he's tough. So yeah, there was like, no messing around. They're like, all right, cool. Like, they want to root for a winner. But wrestling starts coming back up. And then boxing comes back, starts coming back up because they have some personality to it, right? Ali. You, you have Ali. But Ali takes the yeah. personality he, got, he, he watched from pro wrestling and puts yeah. it into boxing becomes part of a show not only it's not enough yeah he could be you know muhammad ali and just fuck people up and fight people but he's also a showman because he knows right, that he's got the character he, that goes into it the presentations entertainment so now you get these now wrestling and and boxing are starting to grow, go go up at the same time and then wrestling goes down a little bit in like the late 70s um but then in the 80s we're both up we got boxing up we got we got, you know, boxing takes a little dip, and then pro wrestling comes up. You got Ric Flair. You got Hulk Hogan. You have these bigger-than-life Dusty Rhodes-type personalities. And then that's when Vince McMahon flips the switch and goes, all right, we're turning the lights on. Because now we're just going to show entertainment. These are larger-than-life superstars. They're not just wrestlers. They're, sport- they're entertainers. Mm-hmm. We're, we, you know, we, we're put on shows, at television shows, stories we don't tell we don't do matches we do stories whereas other wrestling companies were falling at the wayside because they're still presenting it as a legitimate sport almost where it's like yeah no this guy can this guy's winning well all right this guy's a champion because he's the toughest guy meanwhile the way wwe is presenting their product the biggest guys are the champions it's not the best wrestler it's the biggest personality that is and sure Arn Anderson could have fought, you know, Hulk Hogan legitimately and probably would have won. Oh, most definitely. But. Sure. Ain't nobody paying to see Hulk Hogan fight. They're paying to see Hulk Hogan come out, go, what you gonna do, brother? Talk right. about the vitamin, rip his shirt off, flex, drop the Tell leg. Slim Jim. And, yeah, and that's it, right? <laughs> and that's when wrestling then goes balls to the wall in terms of. We're going to be sports entertain. We're going to be entertaining because other That's companies going are going full soap opera. Yep, because other companies are like <laughs> if we want to survive and be in business, that's what we got to do. We got to be like that. We need to be entertaining. So gone to the wayside are the dudes with beer guts and regular trunks. We need personalities. Guys like Sting come in. Guys like the Steiners come in. And sure, the Steiners are legitimate badasses, but they also were just. Per, they they had colorful personalities. They were larger than life. 
Whereas other wrestlers, like you look at a guy like Arn Anderson, who he's one of the few guys that remained because he was so goddamn good at t- being a larger than life personality by talking, but he just looks like a regular guy. He was, you know, he was 28 and looked 42. Mm. Like, it just is a matter of the evolution of pro wrestling starting, like you said, you know, yes, wrestling, there was a brand, there's a branch of professional wrestling that started in Mexico in Lucha Libre. But until the 90s, Lucha Libre and American pro wrestling don't really cross. And it's not until Eddie Guerrero, Conan, you know, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, Juventud Guerrero come in and then they start going on TV and having Lucha Libre style matches on WCW Nitro that it, that inspires a lot of people going, whoa, I'm not big like Hulk Hogan. I'm not big like Kevin Nash, but I could be I could be Rey Mysterio. I could be Juventud Guerrero. I could be Eddie Guerrero. I could be these smaller guys who are faster, energetic, and no, and they may not have been the biggest personalities, but their wrestling was was their personality. Right, you're scrappy. And it's not even scrappy. It was just a mat like. Like the like you know we saw with like Rey Mysterio jumping off of things onto Eddie Guerrero yeah. and vice versa, the moves were unlike anything else you saw. You saw these guys going over the top rope out into the out into the like ringside area. You see them jumping off the top rope. You see them flipping and flying, and you're like, "This is wild." <laughs> and th- and then you know years later, you know you get influxes of talent that are like, "Yeah, I want to do what those guys do," but I also want to involve like other pro wrestling you get guys like seth rollins who you can see that he's definitely definitely in- influenced by lucha libre in-, in a lot of his moves but he's also a fan of pro wrestling so like he you know does quote-unquote traditional pro wrestling moves and you're getting guys now you know 10 years after seth rollins started wrestling who s- watch japanese pro wrestling and English pro in English pro wrestling, and they're like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna have these strong style, and I'm gonna be stiffer with my hits, and I'll make them look like they hurt more." And now they're coming, and it's like this amount, this beautiful melting pot of pro wrestling, which is good, but there's the downside is now everybody is doing similar things where nobody's now standing out in the ring. Yeah, mm. and now it's like, okay, well now we're going back in time again. Because now it's not enough to just be really good in the ring. Now you need to give me something else. You need to connect. You need to be this larger-than-life personality again. Just so you know, English pro wrestling before 90s was fucking terrible. I mean, you say that, but man, like... No, no, no. I hear my dad talk about it, and he's like, I used to watch Big Daddy Haystack. Yeah! (laughs) And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to watch... Big Daddy! And he'd Big, be like, so you had giant haystacks and Big Daddy, right? Yeah. And all they would do is just two giant fat guys who just run into each other. Yep. For yep. 10 minutes. Yep. Just two fat. Or you'd just be they hearing fucking slapping love of that the fat. Shit. You'd just be hearing that for 10 minutes. Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, in, in, in hindsight, awful. But do you know what was great about them? They were larger. They were quite literally larger than life. They were huge, yeah. They were they were, they were massive, but it wasn't they didn't just rely on being fat bastards. They were like, Yeah, I'm <laughs> like I'm big daddy. Like, you know, and I'm and like I'm giant haystacks. Like this is you know, haystack, like I'm like these are I'm a character. Um 
You know, and then you had guys that would come after them, like Steven Regal and Fit Finley and Dave Taylor and oh, gentlemen yeah. Chris Adams. You had these, you know, technically based, incredible minds for like, all right, I'm going to chain these things together. And you're going to go, what the fuck? You went from standing and being behind this, having this guy behind you. Now you're holding his ankle behind your head and you're standing and he's on his belly. I don't understand how this <laughs> You're playing Twister all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like you know, Brit the Brits they love the tours. They love you. You go to go to you go to the you go to the fairgrounds for thirty days. It's the same match over and over again. Yeah, William Regal is probably one of the uh, when you hear him talk about how he grew up doing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> just like, just... He said, "I'm going into it," and then he got he says, "Yeah, I did my first ever match. I got the shit kicked out of me because I was new, like the hazing." That you had uh, to go through just to get into it. Jeez, like it's, it was, it's, and it's, and it, like, it's just think about like the kind of, um, like the kind of athletes that we could have had in pro wrestling, and and characters if it wasn't so gate kept. And I think that's a lot of like, it's very topical for what goes on in the world nowadays in terms of fandoms. But like, it was to the extreme that like. If you wanted to become a pro wrestler in like the seventies, you had to be huge. You had to be. You either had like they either had to want you to be a pro wrestler, or you had to like eat shit for years. Like, so for an example, like uh, like the Pritchards, uh, Bruce and and Tom Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard, Tom Pritchard. They both wrestle. They both grew up in Houston. They both went to. They both enjoyed the Houston pro wrestling. And they both wanted to get involved. So what did they do? They started handing out flyers as a kid. Their kids going around handing flyers out. Then Bruce Pritchard wanted to be, you know, they were like, you know, hey, can you be our ring announcer? Hey, can you be our color commentator? Hey, can you work ticket office? Can you do this? And Tom's like, I want to be a pro wrestler. So he goes and be, goes into pro wrestling, but they completely ignore that he had been sl- being this thing, and they reset his clock, basically. And he's like, all right, cool. And they're like, w- like train me to be a pro wrestler. And they're like, Okay, and they beat him for like months. Because that's how it had. Like Hulk Hogan, he went to so in 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 Florida, Florida Championship Wrestling. He wanted to be a pro wrestler, and the trainer, one of the, the one of the guys there, Hiro Masuda, looked took one look at him, thought he was a pretty boy, broke his fucking leg. Yep, sure. sounds like pro wrestling. And then sense. when Hulk Hogan came back saying, "Hey, um, I'd like to resume my training." They're like, oh, he actually wants to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> like, they broke his leg because they're like, nah, this guy don't want to be a pro wrestler. He thinks he wants to be a pro wrestler. We're going to break his leg. Other, uh, then, like, that's not like it's far off from what happened to a lot of people. Sure, they didn't get their leg broken, but like, hey, you had to just, you had to eat shit. You had to get beat up day in and day out until you proved to your quote unquote trainer that you wanted to be a pro wrestler. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Exhausting. Yeah. Like, it's like, nowadays, it's like, nah, you can't be a, f- answer me these questions before you can be a fan of this, of this show or this content. What do you know <laughs> about the lore? What do you know about the lore of Dark Souls? You can't be a, you can't like Dark Souls. You gotta like, yeah. you gotta know the lore. And it's like, You've I will take. If you played the third one, then you can't appreciate it. Yeah, you can't appreciate, you don't know what really happened. <laughs> You've never suffered through Dark Souls 2. 
No, I haven't, but I enjoyed Dark Souls 3 a lot. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, should, like, don't ever be intimidated by other people saying that, oh, you never watched the Attitude Era mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's You can watch it and enjoy it anytime you want. Like, I don't watch any of the new wrestling. Maybe I'll watch WrestleMania mm-hmm. or Royal Rumble, but the game, like, the whole watching the shows is interpersonal. Like, I watch it because of nostalgia. Mm. Like, as you know, Rob says, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and uh, as, as Grum said earlier, like, it was all about that you have people coming into it who have been watching it for years and people who haven't been just starting. Did you say that, or did I think about you saying that? No, I mean, in, in essence, yeah, I kind of, I was getting, I was, I was like, all right, let me go a different way. I started on that path and then decided to go a different path, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, go ahead, go ahead with your point. Yeah, just, just, if you want to get into wrestling because you find it funny, yeah, go because you find it funny. Don't, you like it because of the way you want to like it, to be yeah. honest. The whole thing's a meme to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take anything seriously in it. N- it, and you shouldn't because it's 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 entertainment. Like if you're not gonna yeah. take like I, the, so when I say like there's there's wrestling you should take seriously, but it's in the the way you take it seriously. Like I take like I'll take an example, right? Supernatural, incredible series, right? Fifteen mm-hmm. years strong. I took it seriously in the sense that I went along for the story. I sat there, I saw what happened, I enjoyed what happened, or I didn't enjoy what happened, I just kept watching it, because maybe, maybe I'm, you know... Uh, Fuck that ending. <laughs> right, but, like, the ending, if, like, it paid off. It was one of those... No, he did it for me. <laughs> well, fuck you, then. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> fuck you, they, that was a great <laughs> ending. No, I'm kidding. You um, can't appreciate it. <laughs> you can't appreciate because no, you didn't like the, the way the story was told. No. Fake um, fan. What a fake fan over here. Yeah, what a fake fan. No, no, no. The, the, ending, the ending was okay. It wasn't as satisfactory as I thought it would be, but it was mm. good enough. No, and that's the thing is like... Never seen it. This is... Yeah, yeah. So, like, this goes to where it takes it... Like, I'll say, take it... Like, you can take it... You can take it too seriously in this manner. Where you become obsessed... And not saying you were obsessed, Oren. You would just... You personally would have liked it to go a different way. That's different than... Some people are like, yeah. no, this is how it should have gone, and it's ruined. I'll use How I Met Your Mother as an example. I don't know if you've seen that, Sean, or, or Oren. A no. bit of it. I, I've seen it in the break room at work. Gotcha. <laughs> when I used to work in retail. <laughs> so How I Met Your Mother ends, and people are ups, like violently upset because of how the, the show decided to end, right? But if you're paying attention long enough, after nine years, you kind of know how this story is going to end. They 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 beat around the bush of it. They talked. They found ways to continue to tell the same story with adding things as the show kept getting renewed. And people were just so hung up on having this dream where everybody's happy and this and that. And then you know one thing happens and it's like oh it's very clear that that was going to happen. And then another thing happened. You're like oh that sucks. But then you're going oh wait this means this might happen. And it does happen. To me. Told the story. I enjoyed the story. Simple as that. Some people took it too seriously, and they were like, "I'm the showrunner. I'm the writer. This <laughs> is what happens, <laughs> right?" And and wrestling is very much like that. I sometimes get caught up in that, but I also understand that what I would like to see and how I would like things to be booked is not the same 
as A, how it is getting booked, and B, how others want it to be booked. Because wrestling and is, is a form of entertainment, and entertainment is wholly subjective. Tell like, that to the uh, Game of Thrones subreddit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right? No, 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 no. That just shouldn't. No, that's just... Un... There's two things in this world which is wrong. One of them is the way that Game of Thrones ended. Oh, yep. for sure. And, uh, and for two wrestling... Undertaker shouldn't have lost to Brock Lesnar to lose his streak. Oh boy, I tell you right now, you're wrong for that second one. Oh no, boy. he should 100 percent lost to go. someone who was up and coming. Okay, Brock Lesnar so, was already over. So, okay, <laughs> deep breaths, real quick. Deep real breaths, quick. I'll, I'll, we can have a longer form on this, <laughs> uh, but Brock in, by Brock Lesnar defeating uh, by defeating the Undertaker. He made multi- more superstars than could than Undertaker losing the streak could have. He made Seth Rollins a star. He made Roman Reigns a star. He made Drew McIntyre a star by beat by those three guys defeating Brock Lesnar. Two of them at WrestleMania, they became stars. Say if say if it was Roman that beat Brock, only Roman is made. Brock Lesnar effectively made three times as many people by beating The Undertaker than one person beating The Undertaker would have. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I, we'll, go, we'll go with the Game of Thrones one because it's less niche and there might be more people listening that understand it. Like, sure. Was, did everybody hate it? Sure. Everybody hated it. <laughs> Me? I didn't hate it. You know why? I wasn't following the story. I watched just the last season, right? I got in at the very end of the season. I was like, I'm not watching it all. I'm not spending 60 hours watching this show when I might not finish those 60 hours by the time the show is over. So I'm just going to watch <laughs> it from this moment on, right? Give me that. That's give- wild. <laughs> and then people, so I, this is, it's very weird because I'm, I kind of want to take this, this idea for every other show, Right. We're like, hey, this is the final season. All right, cool. I'm going to watch the final season. Because if you can tell me the story as a fan, and I can go watch it and go, all right, cool. That was worth wa- that was worth investing in, right? I'm going to go. I'll go re- invest my time into following the story along, right? Like, the final season, there's not a real, you know, no, no real references to the Red Wedding. No, like, there's nothing that you need to see to understand what's going on. You, you. Mm-hmm. They do a pretty good job of explaining the Night King and the and the the, the white the, the the whites. They do a great job of explaining why uh why, why Daenerys is angry at, at like like all these things are very explainable and very easy to understand to, to me, somebody who only watched the last season. So in a vacuum, the last season, it was fine. I you know what I <laughs> I it, like people are upset that. Arya killed the the White Walker, and they're upset that the Order. To me, it makes sense. Y'all gonna do what? Go go take a go take the capital, and then go back up to the north, and you're gonna let this man break through and build up his. No, you you stop him from advancing. Like that just makes sense. Okay, they have the they they have uh you know like uh, the Lannisters die, and you're like oh wild. That's it? That's how she dies? Yes. Not everything needs to be this extravagant death. Sure, should it have been a little bit more extravagant? Perhaps. But the eighth season 
is trying to they're trying to pay off so much. That's in, the thing. In so Ooh. in such a little time. Like here's the thing. That you're missing out the main factor of this. Yeah. Most of the people watching, and I won't lie, most of the people watching did watch yes. the old seasons. So not only are they just basically dicking over everyone who watched the old season, they're dicking over mm. the fans of the books, they're dicking over everything, all because they didn't do two extra seasons. They didn't want to earn more money. <laughs> yeah, they could have, they they could so have done more, but they well, didn't they were, want to. They look, they were, nah. <laughs> they were getting that Disney money. Like, I, look. No, uh, they weren't. <laughs> no, <laughs> they anymore. weren't. Not, not after that fact, but they absolutely had that lined up for after. So is that their fault? For fucking up, for fumbling the bag, absolutely. No one, but like, no one cares if they waited another year to go do the Disney stuff and then come back to this. No one, no one would have cared. It'd be like, okay, they're doing this, but at least we're getting our shit done properly because they probably they, watched season they, six and been like, eh. But how long? <laughs> here's the thing: how there's no because they were doing all they were doing a tr, they were doing a trilogy after, which means they weren't going to be doing Game of Thrones for at least two and a half years. That's fine. I would have yeah, been fine with that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, you're saying that now because the the alternative was what you got. It was bad. <laughs> so like, you, like there's there's something where like you'd be sitting there for three years because didn't like wasn't there a break between five and six? Like, it was an extra long. Yeah. So yeah. Because um, I think someone was doing another movie and they couldn't do it because she was a ma- uh, not she they was another, a main character. Yeah. So you're looking at what? Uh, probably four years between season four. Or season five, and then season six, and then Listen, what? I'm they... all for delays. Like, you want to delay a show <laughs> to make it better? Good. You want to delay a game, make it better? Good. Just I, give no, me no, the I, better product. I ag- look. I agree. However, <laughs> at some point, like think about it this way: uh, Stranger Things. They're on what season? They they had three seasons, right? Sure. I haven't seen uh, it. Neither. Have I. But like, <laughs> they're on they're on season three. They've never said that there won't be a season four. We're just waiting. Season three came out in 2018, I think. Black, That's si- fine. Similar to Black Mirror. Black Mirror is doing it a little bit better because they're like, hey, here's a couple seasons. Like, we've produced a couple seasons or episodes. Here you go. They're all part of the season. <laughs> like, you know, but like, there's a point where you, be, you, especially in entertainment, you fall so far out of the, 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 the common entertainment ethos that you're just like, well, um, I guess I I guess we're never doing you know Stranger Things season four because this we're waiting for this actor to, and this is why TV acts in such a way like regular TV in that hey we need you signed to this this is your priority and that's why a lot of people leave shows because they're like I am gonna go do a movie like Here's that's the thing though a lot of the actors didn't mind it the, obviously you have some of the actors yeah. being suck ups like what's his face um, <laughs> he played. The dwarf. Can't remember his name. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's yeah. a complete suck up. I don't care what he says. I'll say to his face. <laughs> he is a complete suck up. He's an ass kisser. He's an ass licker. He's going deep in the tank <laughs> of D and D, being like they did nothing wrong when nearly everyone else agrees. I mean, like he, like he. In his mind, nothing. Why? Because he probably wanted. He probably didn't. The other thing is like when you're like, oh, the like the books aren't finished. Like George R. R. Martin is never is never putting this 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 last. Oh book no, out. yeah, he's never finished. Right. Yeah, so, but he's given them the whole story to go along with, and they decided to cut half of it out just so they could do something else with their life. How was, dare yeah. you cut your life, your stuff short, like so you could experience life yourself 
They're not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> How rude. Well, wait a second. Hold on. Now we're going to... Putting content before people, Aaron. <laughs> Don't tell Rob. I'll be uninvited from Tilly. I'll make sure you're never, never involved in any of my projects going forward. No. No, and, like, here's the thing. There's a, there's a point where it's, like, not, like, you st- At that point, they became content. Like, they wasn't just, like, they themselves... It wasn't like they were like, "Hey, we're tired of doing this show. We want to break from everything." So we're. But gonna... they could have handed it off to someone else. They absolutely, they absolutely could have, and they probably should have. However, that hey, everybody, required... welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast. We're talking about Game <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of my element because I just know I. But like, no, no, it's just like, wait, but this goes back to wrestling, right? Like, so people took took Game of Thrones seriously. And then they were not paid off for it, right? So now they take it even more serious because they're like, no, 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 no. What should have happened was they should have had the they should have went and attacked the Cersei first, and then gone back, and you should have ended the series with the Night King fight. And it's like, but you would have been disappointed anyways. Like, like all I ever hear from people is that they didn't like that Bran was the one who walked away with who got the Iron Throne, which I was watching. Um, um, I think it was Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and they they predicted that Bran would walk away, would end up on the throne. I think it was. Yeah, I predicted that. Like great theme song for that show. Oh, oh so it's like, so great. When when he started going through his training, I was like, I'm so hyped, so hyped for Bran. I'm like, I'm getting all pumped up. And then for like three seasons, there was like nothing. And then he comes back and he's like, I'm a statue. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> It was all this hype about his magic powers, and then never used any of them. Uh, I was just yep. I was like, the whole speaking to his dad, like through time travel. I was like, where did this go? <laughs> like, what? It wasn't convenient anymore. Yeah, it was only a plot device. Now, what would be funny if George R. R. Martin releases the books? Everybody reads them, and they're disappointed by the books too, because the book. <laughs> Like the half that they cut out is worse. <laughs> like, even worse, yeah. That shit would be so funny to me. Somebody who was not deeply invested in 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 Game of Thrones is if George R. R. Martin releases the final book, and the story is half of the it, like half the the, the director cut shit where they had they cut the, out the half. That cut shit is worse. It makes zero sense. They're like, yo, why are these dragons? doing this this doesn't make sense why do the dragons do this why wait why do they have wait the night king can talk and the night king told Arya to kill him that doesn't make sense like this is the idea if that's what happens would be so funny to me because it's like so now we all understand why they're why the last because they do like none of this shit makes sense and none of it's good just imagine he created the books just to be like the ending season yeah (laughs) that's it that's yeah he or he just like completely half-asses the last book and then he makes like a bajillion dollars when he sells it finally, and then yeah. just disappear. He disappears the next day. That's that's the way to go, man. Put out <laughs> shit. Get 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 your shit hyped up. Get paid. And get paid. And bail. Get the fuck out of. Get the fuck out of. You know, I mean, he's a hundred percent gonna die before he finishes. I mean, look, I hope not. Just for the fact that, like, yeah. there are people who would who are deeply invested and would like to see what his yeah. vision for the story is, and that's great. But at the same time. 
I don't want the man to kill himself doing it. And like, no, that's, no, that's, he, that's what, like he wants to do it. Anymore. Exactly. He's just like, I, <laughs> it's not worth it. Y'all hated, y'all hated half of the shit anyways. Like, <laughs> well, like that's, okay. that's the word. I gave them the, the blueprint. They cut out half of it. That's the half. Y'all hated that half. Like, that's the good <laughs> shit. The thing is, they, they did change a lot, even when they had the book to go by. Because mm. obviously you've got to fit it to TV. Correct, yes. So I understand that. But let's get off Game of Thrones because this is a wrestling podcast. Bad <laughs> yeah, we really, we really down this rabbit hole. It ain't that much of a... It's a wrestling podcast as far as I want it to be. It's me. Okay. With my, <laughs> I get my friends on and we just see where the conversation goes. Like, uh, Okay, I have I have one question. Yeah, go ahead. Because, all right, Seanan, you know yeah. uh, about MMA, right? Yes. You know how about like how badass pretty much nearly all of them I think nearly all of them are. Yeah, like, they, they can really they, mess like, you up. Yeah, they really beat the crap out of each other. Okay. In in the Attitude Era, there was two people that come to mind. Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock was in MMA and he did he oh he said a lot of stuff. But, um Steve Blackman never did. He became a um he became a bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yep. So Grom. Yes. Because I was just trying to put into perspective for Sean. Grom, how far do you think Steve Blackman would have gone? In MMA? Yeah. Because uh, here are the stories about him. See. So in 2000, I mean, he probably would have been like... He wouldn't have been... He probably wouldn't have been around. The, by the time Chuck Liddell came through and like yeah. that wave... He probably would have been gone anyways. But he would have been pretty good, I think. Because he, like, right. Here's the story of Steve Blackman. I'm pretty sure he went, he went to a uh, the Middle East area to do some wrestling shows. He came back with some sort of gastrointestinal problem where he lost weight. And, like, he was on it for, like, nine months. He lost, like, half of his weight in nine months. He came back and then begged someone at WWE to come back onto it, right? Mm-hmm while he was really messed up and like even then you had some people like um bradshaw who's you know who bradshaw or jbo is come um <laughs> <laughs> and then you have some people like uh hardcore holly mm. also a cunt yep um who just who were massive trolls all the way through and like they went to go get in a fight once, and like everyone was scared for the other person because Steve Blackman was being like, "Me, like there's only one other wrestler you'll ever hear who was that badass or more badass, and that's Haku." Yeah. And so I was, I was like thinking about this the other day. I tried having a conversation with Rita about it, and she was like, "There's this whole thing of where I go off and went to rants because my brain <laughs> thinks it's like random." Yeah, but well, that's relatable. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself. How far would have Steve Blackman gone into MMA? Like, if he was like, if someone like Ken Shamrock to actually say, like, oh, he's, you don't want to mess with him. That's like high praise. Because mm-hmm. he was really, so I was just, I, for a question, I was like, do you think he would have been pushed to top level if he never, if he actually got out of the hardcore? Um, probably. Shunned? Well, so, okay, so I went to his Wikipedia page, which is one of my favorite things. So yeah. Steve Blackman. He became he began as a competitive bodybuilder weightlifter before entering pro wrestling in '86. 
training uh, with Stu Hart for Stampede Wrestling. He made his first appearance for the WWF at, on a 1988 house show in Watertown, New York. He, def- he wrestled David San Martino. He won, then appeared at an, on an episode of WWF Superstars with, and teamed with Outback Jack and Brady Boone against the Islanders and C.V. Afi. He then appeared again where he defeated Iron Mike Sharp, wrestled Boris Zukov, uh, in September of 89, he was then considered for a full-time contract with the company when he contracted malaria and dysentery while wrestling in South Africa in 89 and was essentially, God. essentially bedridden for two years. After yeah. his rest, which, during which he lost most of his muscle mass, he spent another four years in physical therapy to recover and incorporated MMA training, specifically Eskrima and Taekwondo. Once back in working shape, he contacted his friends Brian Pillman and Owen Hart for a new tryout, to which where he started... Um, in 97. Um, I don't think so. Um, he, I just think he, he, he just wasn't personable enough. I didn't have the, he didn't have, he didn't have the charisma. He didn't have the personality. I mean, neither did Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, not true. You haven't watched lately. Um, yeah, yeah, it used to be, but also Brock Lesnar, was fucking uh, incredibly large. Like he's six five, three hundred and ten pounds. That's three yeah, inches and seventy and pounds. Oh and God. very athletic. Like he's a very large. He is a for for reference, Sean. Uh, Brock Lesnar never played football. Organized, right? Never mm-hmm. played. Left the WWE in two thousand four. Tried out for the Minnesota Vikings. Was the last player cut from training camp in the preseason. <laughs> Wow. Never, no experience playing football. <laughs> and he, like, not in high school. It's not like he played in high school and then, like, took. Right. Never in high school. I think he Just may have played, like. He was so big. <laughs> he was so big, so strong, and so athletic. He almost played professional football with no experience. <laughs> he then went to the MMA and beat people the fuck up on li- <laughs> on just the basis of him being a collegiate wrestler and freak athlete. And it and like, <laughs> and he would fight. He fought people with fucking uh, diverticulitum, or diverticulitis, not litum, but diverticulitis, which is like his own intestines eating themselves. And he was beating people with this sickness. That's insane. <laughs> like, it's insane the kind of freak Brock Lesnar is. That's the difference yeah. between him and, and, oh, yeah. and Steve Blackman. It's like Steve Blackman's a badass dude, but he looks like a regular guy and he and he just That's is, true. Like, I, I was just thinking like because I won't lie, he was probably one of my favorite wrestlers. I don't know why. Mm. I think it's because I like the hardcore scene. Probably. So also, when I was watching all that. Member of Head Cheese as well. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, all right. Before we were wrapping up here, we talked a lot of Game of Thrones. That's good. It's always good. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked Game of Thrones on the dork side before, though. <laughs> um, who knows? I might talk again. Who knows? But it was just a good conversation. Um, yeah. I like I like when the conversations have no. We just go down rabbit holes and figure out where we how we got there. <laughs> um, so uh, before we go, I want some final thoughts on the, the final wrapping thoughts. Anything you didn't get to talk about? about the custody battle. Shawningham, we'll start with you. Final thoughts and takeaways from the custody match. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought it was fascinating. Uh, the last thing I expected to see uh, when you asked me to hop on here 
was a custody battle. Um, I'm curious about the like, what are today's like, like what are today's matches about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, normal shit, you know. <laughs> Championships, beefs, regular uh, people stealing prize possessions. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right. <laughs> Um, I, other than that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad about how the match turned out, uh, that the family got to stick together. Um, and yeah, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope the kid's doing okay. <laughs> oh, he is. He's, he's making a lot of money <laughs> as a wrestler right now. It's good for him. Uh, what about you, Oren? Final takeaways from Eddie and Ray for fighting for the custody of Dominic. Fucking WWE story writers, man. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Like, I forget how stupid they are. <laughs> <laughs> it was really dumb. Yeah, simple but, as that. It's... But it is some of the most entertaining bullshit I've ever seen, and I love it. I mean, I, I was very, ch- I was very glued to my seat. I was excited to see who won. They did their and job. for having having no backstory at all. I think says something <laughs> yeah no just the balls to be like hey let's do this um and that's where the carnival aspect of of wrestling is is like hey can we just do this fuck it why not sure yeah, <laughs> i would watch if you want to watch how stupid it can be watch the south park episode on rest <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did a pretty good job of of, of pointing it out basically that's why i he say points out the absurdity yeah, yeah. I mean, it's is that where I got? Is that where is that where Rasslin has like implanted itself in my brain? Is that from that episode? Probably, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, there's the whole they took his job. They took his job. Like he's like you, you hurt me. And then they just turned and they took his job. They took his job. It's it's the Cartman one. He that girl had three thousand abortions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is absolutely bunk. <laughs> like, oh, hey, what can I say to make people cheer me and boo that person? That's I'll say that. Um, yeah, wrestling, wrestling is not above doing shit like that at all. <laughs> like this is this is light work in terms of like making things a little too real. Um, but yeah, uh, Oren, let the people know one more time where they can find you, what you're working on, stuff like that. Causes you want to plug anything you want to plug in general. Uh, the floor is yours. Um, you can find me at Oren. I'll probably be coming back to streaming on multiple platforms with said girlfriend, Risa, future wife. Um, and causes animals. Yeah. Animals. animals. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, support Grom at Patreon at supportgrom.tv. Yeah, uh, and support Shawningham with his animating. Oh, thank you. And everything else. Uh, I said I'm done. All right, all right. <laughs> I just fuck <laughs> everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shawningham, your same, same, same stuff. Uh, social media stuff. Anything you would like to plug and whatnot. Uh, Alrighty. The floor is yours. Um. Yeah, you can find me on. Uh, on all the socials at Shawningham. I mainly use Twitter. 
Uh, and I stream a bunch on Twitch at uh, Shawningham. Not uh, Shawningham, just Shawningham. Just Shawningham. But not just Shawningham, like... Shawningham. Shawningham, yeah. Not, not, not a Shawningham, not the Shawningham. No. no. Just Shawningham. Like, First name under, last name taker. <laughs> Title V. Title V. <laughs> Mr. Undertaker? No, no, no. Mr. Undertaker was my father. I'm the yeah. Undertaker. Thank you. Yeah. Call me uh, Mr. Taker, please. <laughs> no, Mr. Taker is my father. Call me under. Uh, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for coming on. It was a good one. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was fun. Uh, Thank you for having me as well. Can't wait to have you guys on again. Absolutely. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you, Oren. Thank you, Shawningham, for coming on. I appreciate you guys. Go check them out at Sam Prawn. That's P R zero N uh, for Oren. And at Shawningham, that's Shawning with two N's uh, on Twitter. Go check them out. Go give them follows. Do the good stuff. Support them just as you support me. Support them as if they are me. And give them, a, you know, give them a little bit of your attention. They deserve it. They're good, good people. Uh, that's it for this week's episode. Next week's episode is a good one. Uh, it is the Quebecers. I finally get to talk a little bit about the Quebecers. Because I, I was like, ah, let's do the Mountie. But then I'm like, mm, I'm going to do the Quebecers. Why? Because I have myself a nice tag team of Canadians myself. I've got from Twitch.tv, again, I've got Twitch.tv's Metric Seconds and MD14. Hey, look, I got, I got the, the organizer... For the Twi- the Greater Toronto Area Twitch Meetup, the Twitch meet- the, the Toronto Community Meetup powered by Twitch, whatever. MD's there. We got Metric Seconds, both Twitch partners, both great guys. We actually fun fun conversation because um, we talk a little bit about towards the end. I, I feel like a little bit about their St. Jude um, uh, campaigns, and it'd be really great if we can get them to dress up like the Quebecers. Um, although I feel like we decided not to, I know we said Alex Wright, right? It was Alex Wright. That's right. Yeah. We end up talking about Alex Wright and that's a good conversation. So, uh, that's next week's episode. You can get it early on the Patreon, uh, later this uh, week. It might be up by today. Uh, if you're listening on the main feed and you're not on Spotify, it'll be up, um, Wednesday or Tuesday, uh, episode 36 will be there. I'm also getting back in the lab to get some recordings done. So new episodes coming soon, new recordings. I'm going to be... Nose to the grind, and we're going to be getting back to this. Hopefully this software, uh, it, like Adobe Edition, just keeps not crashing. Uh, that'd be great. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and being a part of this journey as we continue to look at the dorkier side of professional wrestling with people who may or may not be professional wrestling fans. It's always good. Uh, phase one, like I said, wrapping up. We're getting as many of the la- people on for the first time to introduce you to them, you the listener. Me, I've known them for many years now at this time, at this point. But then Phase 2 video podcasts are in the future, so keep a lookout on those. I, I think I've got them figured out to everything I need to do. And, um, yeah, that's all good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Give us follows on Twitter and Instagram, at DorksideRing. If you'd like to support me and see my shit posting and whatnot, 
uh, at Grum or at, uh, sorry, Grum.tv is the Discord. You can go to tw- uh, T Grum or I am Grum on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm T Grum is the Twitch. I was on Twitch a little bit earlier and I saw T Grum and I was trying to get Grum uh, or I am Grum. I thought about that, but we're all good there. Uh, thank you guys for, so much for hanging out. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week. When we're talking about the Quebecers with MD and Metric Seconds here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast because they, like me and you, understand that wrestling is at its best when no one is taking it that seriously i am rum and i will see you guys next week here on dork side of the ring podcast